Holy Chatter. Today's learning is the Schus of Washalima, Abraham Noach Chaim Ben Yehudit Betuch Shachulah Moisrael. Okay, so the halacha that we're learning today is like this. What if the person that you're with is telling you Rechilas, which means that they're repeating over to you um, something negative about someone that they heard? Okay, they heard information that's negative about someone and they're repeating it over to you. Okay, and what if while you're listening to this rechila, to the session hara, all of a sudden you realize that, it, hey, this is useful for me. Like, this is really important for me to know because for whatever reason, it's really, really important for me to know and it's very constructive. It falls under the category of to'elas. It's constructive. It's good that I, I'm, I'm hearing this, right? So the question, the, the question that he's asking here is, is the person that's speaking the Lashon Hara that doesn't know that it, it's constructive to you, and I'm going to give you an example in a minute, is, is, are they liable for, for their speech? Meaning, if they're saying it out of a place of like just spreading negative about this guy for whatever, for whatever the reason, not thinking that it's at all important to you or constructive to you or beneficial to you to know this information, are they considered speaking rechilas if it is constructive to you and if that information that they're repeating to you is very important for you to hear? So the, the the example that he gives here is imagine you're walking home one night and your friend confides in you that this guy, a financial advisor, is being investigated for fraud. Okay? That's something that he heard from the grapevine. That's Rachilas. Did you hear that so-and-so is, inv- is being investigated for fraud? Okay? That's Rachilas. And your friend himself lost money with him. Your friend doesn't know that you've just begun to invest with him as well, and, and this guy is trying to persuade you to invest more with promises of great returns. Is your friend sp- still speaking rechilas? What should you do about it? So that's the example, meaning you find out mid-sentence that, hey, oh my gosh, you're also invested with this guy and you really need to know this information because you're about to lose a lot of money because he's a fraud. So what's the halacha with regards to your friend? Unless the speaker knows that there's a constructive purpose to your listening, he is speaking rechilas, and you, by listening to it, are encouraging him. Therefore, the second you start realizing that the information is constructive that you're hearing, you need to tell the person that's speaking, hey, um, this is something that's very important that I know. Um, and this this is not just, you know, uh, just useless words. This is not Lashon Hara. This is To'eles. And thank you very much for letting me know. It's important that you let the speaker know as soon as possible because otherwise the speaker falls into the category of um, and is, is liable for those of Eros. So that's our halacha. And he continues and he says like this. He says, with Lashon Hara, if, if it would cause the same reaction as anger or violence does, it would be a lot easier to control it. But because Lashon Hara, what it does is that oftentimes it brings people together. You know, you, you, you like you're sitting with someone and there's a juicy thing to say about a th- person that you both know. And sharing that information with this person oftentimes bonds you to the person and bonds the person to you. So not only is it not like, violence or anger that people are like put off by you if you get angry or violent or whatever in their in their face or uh, abusive or whatever it is not only is it not like that it actually can have the opposite effect you can bring people closer together it can make people feel like they're sharing you know something intimate with each other and he says he says the analogy that the Chavetz Chaim gives is that imagine your friend invites you to dinner 
and he says to you, it's on me, the sky's the limit, order whatever you want, and then he urges you to order the most expensive things in the menu, and a bottle of wine, and dessert, and all of it, and right before the the uh, bill comes out, he goes to the bathroom, and you never see him again. Okay, so now the bill's on you. And he, he explains to Chavetz Chaim that basically the same thing happens with Lashon Hara. That Lashon Hara can be, it can be delicious, it can be fascinating, it can be funny, it can be bonding, it can have all these great, you know, side, side effects, this Lashon Hara thing. But push comes to shove, at the end of the day, when the bill comes, you're going to be standing there all by yourself, and you're going to have to pay for every word. And all the funny and the people and the chevra and all the stuff around that's gone. And then we're standing there in the heavenly court and we have to pay the bill. And we pay the bill with our own eternity. God forbid. So it says here, he says here in uh, Mishnah Surah Aaron, he brings down, he says a quote, he says, a man's entire essence and station in his spiritual life is determined by how much he values his potential. So your person's entire essence and station, his place in, is determined by how much you value your potential. Your potential, where you can go, the heights you're going to reach, the places you're going to get to in life, come at a cost. And oftentimes that cost is doing the right thing. And oftentimes doing the right thing is not so easy. But doing the right thing is always, is always beneficial. Have a beautiful night.